Today on Tony on the Mic, I sit down with the Alphabet Kids. That's what I'm calling. Uh, I'm trying to make it a thing. Not A, B, C, D, E, F, G, etc., but L, G, B, T, Q, I, A, plus, question mark, etc. It's a lot. I sit down with a trans, bisexual, and an asexual, pansexual, demisexual. I try to understand, and they're patient with this boomer. We talk about labels. Are there enough? Are there too many? We talk about definitions. We talk about their journey, their acceptance, their friends, their family. We also talk about the difference between sexuality and gender. Asexual versus demisexual versus pansexual. It was a lot to digest in one sitting. I thank my guests for letting me ask anything and everything that was on my mind, and nobody got offended, not even once. I have a million more questions, so we're going to have to reschedule to continue this journey, but it was a great jumping-off point for me into the new world of gender fluidity and sexuality. You don't have to accept the philosophy or condone it or anything, but the underlying theme is just be cool and let people be people. The more conversations we have will only lead to a better understanding, so if you ever wondered what the heck all these people are talking about but were afraid to ask and afraid of what might show up on your browser history, sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this pronoun-specific episode of Only on the Mic! Our story begins as these stories often do. Is we're making that transition right now, so it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be clumsy with it. Even people who are do have these identities that people are struggling to understand, they don't fully understand it themselves. They're doing their own sort of right. self-exploration. Right. And when our children tell our story, and when our children tell our story, we're not easily offended people. We're totally oh, like we'll see. open uh, to conversation. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> you have no control who lives, who dies, who tells your story. So, used to be a chick? You know, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I just... Good, wanna... good not to start with that. <laughs> <laughs> story, story, that one was just sad. Did you date much? I've never dated anyone. You've never gone on a date? I've never gone on a date, no. Now, what does that look When you say you came out, what is that? I just let my parents know. You just said... Mom, dad, don't worry, I'm never having sex. Pretty much. <laughs> Dream come true. Right, yeah. I was gonna say. Something every parent wants to hear until yeah. you're 25 years old. I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and this is Tony on the Mic. Today, I have a couple self-proclaimed zillennials. They're on the coattails of millennials and more Generation Z. And we're going to talk about the alphabet game. I'm going down. Oh, not that alphabet game. A, B, C. No, not that alphabet game. L, G, B, T, Q, I, A, plus question mark. Did I get them all? I believe so. I don't think you can get them all. I don't think you can either. I think it's that's, sort of like pie. Yeah, it right. keeps going infinitely. <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah. No, and it's because uh, it, it was L, G, B, T for a long time, then Q, L, G, B, T, Q. I think for the longest standard time, that's what it was. And then more letters keep coming. And and the reason we're talking is like a generation thing, generation gap. It's hard for people like me, and I'm super willing and super accepting and super trying, mm-hmm. you know. But it's still hard. It's hard. It's hard to untrain and, and change all the things that you learned your whole life. And some people, obviously, not just my age. I'm even older. But some people just don't try. They don't care. They don't, you know. And and some people. And I think there's three classes: one that generally accepts, one that just doesn't try and kind of ignores and one that actively dismisses and dismays and disrespect and is is invalidating it openly and actively and on purpose which 
kind of sucks. I don't know why you want to live like that. Uh, but that's just me. So <laughs> we have Margaret, who I'm going to attach an A to, and Parker, I'm going to attach a T to. Is that fair? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, again, I don't know a lot. My questions are coming from just thoughts and things that pop in my head. Nothing. I'm not at any any way disrespecting or minimizing or anything like that. I just want to make that very clear. But if I ask a question like assigning you a letter is probably pretty <laughs> diminishing and dismissive. But again, in order to talk about it, you know, people need to define sort of it like and, a cheat sheet. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It gives you, it just gives you a hint on on which way to go and how. We're to not things. easily offended people. We're totally oh, like we'll see. open uh, <laughs> to conversation. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Your generation, and I'm going to say that a lot with a broad blanket, why do you think it's important to identify your pronouns? Uh, I think, you know, even for people who you could look at them and guess their pronouns, mm -hmm. I, I think it's just a way of dismantling that. Like, you, you can't look at someone and, and know how they identify all the time. And sometimes, for some people, assuming that is hurtful to them. Um, like, if you're, you know... Uh, 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 do, you, do you have okay. sorry uh, no it's fine <laughs> no I like where you're going with that um, so for pronouns it's just it's it's respectful to ask what they're what they're what they identify as like I know someone who unfortunately presents as femme but not um, not willingly like they were born uh, female but they don't identify as that and I've seen them being misgendered constantly because they're not out to everyone and that when they are misgendered i can visibly see that they shrink a little and are uncomfortable and so uh, misgendered would mean for example like to say you you're mm -hmm. you're a she according to your things mm -hmm. and if i looked at you but you didn't identify as a she mm -hmm. now is is part of that presentation like how you present because that's i've also heard that is some people present as dot 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 so is it always and again one thing you guys do do need to hear from my side of the generation is a lot of times it's, it's not there's no malice there's no there's yeah. no yeah. ill intent it's it's a lot out of ignorance it's a lot out of habit you know i see boy girl that's what i see because yeah. that's how i've I'm almost 60. That's what I've seen my whole life. Yeah, I mean, the the it is confusing. And I think the, the pronouns thing is to help clarify that because it doesn't, we don't want it to be a guessing game mm -hmm. where like, if you guess wrong, then you're, you're bad. You know, you've right. done a bad thing and you're a bad person. No, it's like, um, this is how I identify. This is how I would like to be called. Mm -hmm. um, and I would, I would like that you were res uh, respect that. It's not... Um, it, we're not. It's, it's trying to simplify it, not make it more complex. I think. So, in terms of the the gender, it's it's he, she, still, and essentially they. Yeah, there there are some more niche pronouns like I've like, seen. Like what? Z's or. I've heard. Like, I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't think. I think that's more of an online thing. I've never met anyone in real life who uses those. I'm not against it, but yeah. I just I think it's. It's more of a niche thing. Well, and I think they're probably, like, I'm a big anti-they. I'm an anti-they in terms of a person. Mm. And and only because it's super complicated. Like, I was in one of your dad's classes, your uh, 
your dad is a well-respected professor mm -hmm. in his own mind. We, we pretty much laugh at him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but someone was writing, they were trying to be very correct with the pronouns and use they. And it became they chase them to, and there was only two people. There's one person chasing another person, and it made it very convoluted to read. And I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, maybe, maybe the Z's or the Z's. I've heard things like that. Maybe, maybe that is a more long-term answer for just a general to say that person rather than he or she. Wouldn't it be complicated to write about three people who all use he pronouns? Uh, you make a good point. At that point, you, you could, just start using their name. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. I, and I I don't disagree with that at all. But he, the the author was not. He was using pronouns. They chased them, they stopped, and they kept going. You know, and it became because I again, think that's just bad writing. It is Probably. bad. No, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. But it's also he's trying. He was trying to be very aware. Very. You know, he was he was trying. And I I don't. I'm not mad at him for trying. And I don't know if he succeeded or failed. I just yeah. That's just issues because I hear my my niece. Uh, okay. And here we go. Here we go. First step into it. My niece, who is very fluid and very young, and I knew her whole life as and and then she started identifying as male. She liked to go by they. They they and I and I tried and I still try. I go, they like to go by they, they. Um, but it it convolutes my mind because it's it's plural mm. and if if you know and if she said call her a, a word that we make up right here call her a pen i'm picking up a pen because that's the new generic pronoun for everyone that'd be easy <laughs> you know what i mean pen chased him or he chased pen or they chased pen but that meant there was more than one of them so you think it would be easier if there was a new neutral pronoun rather than using they which is a pronoun that already exists i do I do. I, I, I again. I don't know anything. I've know? heard. I've heard. No, I've I'm heard people presenting. say that before. I, I think the point of using they is that it is a pronoun that already exists that people mm -hmm. sort That's of know true. how to use. I mean, when you're talking about someone that you don't know who their gender is, like if you find a coat, you're like, oh, um, is this their like who? Let me think of a good. Um, I don't know. No. Okay. So okay. Here, here's, like, here's what I do. Okay. So I, I see someone walking on the street, and I like the backpack. I say to the person next to me, I really like their backpack. You, that, if yeah. they have a hoodie yes, on, you don't one. know, you can't see their hair, you right. can't see their figure. Right. People do that without thinking about it. Yeah. Like if, if you don't, if you're not seeing like what gender they are, you'll just kind of automatically use they. My mom does it. She says the exact same thing. She's confused yeah. by they. Yeah. But then there are times where she'll be talking and she'll use singular they. It's yeah. sort of already there it in is. the language. I was talking to my sister and they said dot, 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 you know, yeah. and that's although sister is you know, gen uh, gender pronoun or gender descriptive, but it doesn't. I mean, I, I don't know. There are people who say that it would be more confusing to like have a new pronoun. There's a lot of people who don't like the Zezer thing because yeah. of that. It sounds too new, too foreign. It doesn't fit well. And and then there are people who say, well, I don't like that they're using they because it's already a plural pronoun. It's right. just there's always someone and, who's not going to be and happy. We are yeah. we are scratching the surface in the '60s. Um, N words became Negroes, became colored, became black, became African American. My dad is black. My dad walked with Martin Luther King, and we got pictures of them together, and Freedom Rider, and all that. And it was really cool. Now me, on the other hand, which now just go with me, 
Don't attack me at any point, okay? Okay. In your space. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I equated my racial identity when we moved to South Carolina, being racially mixed, with being gay. Is that you couldn't tell by looking at me. There's nothing you could say. And if I were gay and people made gay jokes, if people made, you know, and they didn't know, then they found out and they would treat you differently. And they would say things differently. They'd probably say the same things, just not in front of you mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was the same thing with racial racial jokes and racial insults and, and stereotypes. They'd make the joke about the two black guys, dot, 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 not knowing. And it's something that... I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that you couldn't... So you had to manifest it. So what I did... And I... Okay, we're going to tie all this together. Maybe completely wrong. But I used to wear a big afro with a pick, uh, with a fist pick in the back of my hair. Yeah. And then I'd try and flare my nose as much to try and make it look as wide as possible, just in hopes that a few people didn't ask. Uh, you know, yeah. just in hopes that that this, you know, n- this is what I am, so accept it. And I had a very, very rare gay friend in high school in South Carolina, in the South, in 79, 80. Mm-hmm. And he was the same way. He was he was the stereotype. He was the prototype because he just said, "Look, I just I just want everybody to know." So, you know, yeah. which I thought at that time was okay, suicidally right. brave. Yes, very okay, brave of him. <laughs> yes, it was. And and of course, it was horrible. He was horrible. I mean, the people. It's it's come a long way. And in the eighties, with the advent of uh, AIDS and all of that. It opened a floodlight and a spotlight to homosexuality, and that's that's become. There's still a lot of people, of course, who who are closed-minded to it, but it's very accepted. I would say the mainstream of society, vast majority of people, accept that there is a thing called homosexuality. Yeah, <laughs> I understand what it is that it's you're attracted to someone the same gender, and dot dot dot. So we are just in the 80s or the 60s for blacks into the the trans community and the and all we're the in a transition things. we're in it we're transitioning <laughs> yeah yeah we're <laughs> transitioning into a new a new society yeah. so. that's that's my opinion you know is is we're making that transition right now so mm. it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to be clumsy with it even people who are do have these identities that people are struggling to understand they don't fully understand it themselves they're doing their own sort of right. self-exploration right. i think it's in everyone's best interest to just be chill about it you know be sort of yeah but that's that's what we've been saying forever about everything yeah you i you know with my with racism with with uh homophobic with with sexism misogyny you know when women first started working 70s ish when it became mainstream for so you didn't look what she she has a job yeah. she's has a career isn't she just a mom mm-hmm. you know that that again people push back and people fight it we say look just why can't you just chill? Why can't you just let people do what they want to do? People when you, have like oh, a lot of um, have a lot of negativity, negativity in easy, their in easy their bodies. For you to say. No, they, <laughs> when they when they outwardly hate a certain group, I think it's usually like they see something in that group that they see, that they hate in themselves. Absolutely, and they're just they're very insecure that other people can be okay with that aspect of themselves and they can't like, but it's been like a reoccurring theme where the most homophobic people turn out to be gay themselves i think that's very accurate i think that's very and i think that it comes from all the self-loathing yeah and well we've also like just as a as a culture and a society we're unlearning a lot of toxic and traumatic experiences like from from even like probably stems back to the 20s like it's just 
everything was so like stigmatized and it was like this is the way you have to live and if you don't live this way then there's something wrong with you and it's been a deck or a century and we're still unlearning all of that that was a good old days man (laughs) (laughs) well the the whole thing's about identity right it's new identities it's new ways that people are living their life you know outside of you know you know the 60s nuclear family dynamic right this is how a man acts this is how a woman acts um and i think you know people there i've heard the the stereotype of like super homophobic people tend to turn out gay right i think that's true in some cases you know but i also think you know when people do identify with like that hyper masculine identity it's like well this is a man i'm doing it correctly you know this person is not doing that they can't be a man or that this person doesn't have a penis, they can't be a man, or this person wears a skirt, gonna, they can't gonna, be a man. We're going to talk about that. Yeah? Yeah. We're going to, I mean... Getting ahead of myself, yeah. I guess. Well, there's a, I mean, there's a lot. There's, there's fertile ground, and, and a lot... There's no way we're going to cover everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, essentially, I, what I was getting at was, like, it, it's not necessarily, like, oh, I'm homophobic because I'm secretly gay. It's more like my identity feels threatened in some way because of the I need to be John Wayne, Clint Eastwood to be a man. I yeah. need to be... Right. And... I'm following all the rules. Right. And, yeah. And, if you're not, like, a straight cis guy, you're right. a gay man. Right. That was all right. that they had the language right. for. Right. That was right. And not just the language, the comprehension. I mean, it's, yeah. if you, if we'd had this discussion 40 years ago, 45 when I was in high school, yikes, uh, <laughs> I, I would think we're on another planet. Yeah. I mean, and the, the discourse completely changed with the, the gender sex yeah. split. Yes. I mean, yeah. forever it was just, you know, this is how you're born. This is how you're going to act in society. Right. And there wasn't a distinguishing, you know, there wasn't language to distinguish those two things. Right. And I think we've done a good job as a society. Again, everything takes time. I mean, the, like I said, the idea of a woman or divorcee, you know, and things like that. <laughs> that was a taboo. Yeah, well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Very absolutely. recently. And you didn't know how to deal with it. And nobody knew how to deal with it. And how do you... Yeah, people just were miserable for their entire lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they lashed out. And it, I mean, again, a lot of this needed to be, but homosexuality is is back to Egypt and hieroglyphics and... Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot. It's it's and homophobia the, is it's, much newer than no, homosexuality. Yes, yes, that's a hundred percent right. They didn't have a word for it back then because it was just normal. Yeah. Well, because wasn't it wasn't it the um, the was it the Greeks or the Romans that had um, like they would they would um, oh what's the word I'm looking for they would like push the good news? like no they would push for for gay men to be in the in the army because they would want to like there was a roman army that yeah, was yeah. comprised exclusively of gay couples really? because of the theory that um you're going to perform better in in combat if you're performing for your lover Wow. Like if you want to, uh, and they, they were right. They were like the most feared army of their time. Yeah, yeah they gonna, were really and, fierce. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up. The Sacred Band of Thebes, T-H-E-B-E-S, or just the Sacred Band, was a troop of select soldiers consisting of 150 pairs of male lovers, which formed the elite force of the Theban army in the 4th century BC, ending Spartan domination. Wow, Sacred Band of Thebes. Look it up. Pretty interesting. It's amazing the stuff that slips through history that we don't know. All right, so we're way off track. So <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. We jumped ahead to a certain part. We're going to take our first commercial break right here, and we're going to thank one of our sponsors. We're going to thank Retro Sports. Retro Sports in La Mesa for all your embroidery screen 
printing, and other athletic needs. Jacob Obert, Retro Sports. We'll be right back with my guest, Margaret Don't Call Me Maggie and Parker. And we are back with Margaret and Parker, the angry. He's frowning in the corner because we're going to talk about Margaret first. Finally got a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> see? We'll, we'll, we'll test it. We're giving it a test. We'll see how it goes. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. A couple things, and I'm, and I'm going to gloss over this in a semi-light fashion before we get into it. Like the term, the A, LGBTQIA, does everybody know what the A stands for? Yeah. No. No? I disagree because there's a lot of people who think it stands for ally. That's really dumb. I've seen Sorry, that. That's really dumb. Well, there, there's some people who argue that it is more LGBT to be an ally than asexual. I've seen Sorry. that. Yeah. This is. I'm. They're hating. It's weird, they're hating right? on the A's. You're hating on. You're a hater. You are what's wrong with society. <laughs> you're. <laughs> no, that. I mean, like, if you're. I think if you're a part of the community, you know what the A is. But if you're not a part of the community, you don't know what the A is. Okay. Why don't you tell us what the A is? So A stands for asexuality, and asexuality is a very broad spectrum. Uh, I think it's. It varies from person to person. I mean, like, asexual people either have no sexual desire at all, but, I mean, like, some aces might still go and have sex. I mean, it's... It just... It varies There's from... a difference between sexual attraction and sex drive. Yeah. So it's not that asexual people are just, like, dead, like, with a medical are condition Are you asexual? Or something. I am... I would say I'm on the spectrum. We're um, all, I'm we're very... all on all the spectrums, but I, <laughs> yeah. I just think you're stepping all over your friend here, letting her... So, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay, I was, like, very, like, strictly asexual, like, all in high school. I was very sex negative. I was disgusted by now, sex. Now, is there... Okay, because that, that would be another question. Sex negative versus asexual. Yes. My, and again, my limited understanding is asexual is a, a, a sexual ambivalence. It's a, I am not driven. You know, they say we're driven by food, water, shelter, sex. You know, those are the things that, that drive us. And some of us, you know, aren't driven by sex. Yeah. So it's on the thing. And you said another one is demisexual, which doesn't have a letter, which kind of sucks. No, it doesn't. No. But we'll have to, we'll work on that. I'll get you a letter. <laughs> <laughs> and but asex or pansexual now what's that pansexual is when you're attracted to multiple genders so more than more than two typically uh three okay uh, wait 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 multiple. it's it's functionally okay, the same crazy. as bisexual okay. there's yeah. some people who argue that there's a distinction but i think practically they kind of operate the same way i would yeah. i would that's my instinct. so like for me like i I think girls are pretty. I think boys are pretty. I think androgynous people who don't identify in either group are also pretty. So that's just... Not there. Some people are, some people are ugly. Well, that depends on the person. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter their uh, gender. I Correct. Guess a, a pansexual person would be more likely to find an ugly person attractive. <laughs> and so. then uh, demi demisexual is when you have to be romantically interested in someone before you get sexually attracted to them. Ah. See, I, I, I have thoughts about demisexuality I, I think it's i think it's good that we have all these words but i like to think about things practically and i feel like a lot of yeah. people in yeah. society would identify as demisexual yeah. but they just like they don't need or know about the label yeah it's just like right. a lot of people would rather have sex with someone they're emotionally connected to it's like a, a thing that we know the concept of it's just a new well, word and a lot of people yeah there's there's a lot of people feel that way a lot of people yeah. feel that there has to be a romantic connection in order to you know, progress into sex. Not me. I did. <laughs> Have you ever seen the show BoJack Horseman? Yes. Yes. We okay. love it. Okay, good. And you know, uh, 
Todd's dating app all about that ace. Mm. Yeah. Cause, and That's what what was your show. thought when you saw that? Did did you say somebody's representing me? I was so happy. Yeah. Really? I was thrilled because I kind of thought I got the vibes from him. Yeah. But then they actually, you know, usually when there's an asexual character, it's like Sherlock and there's some like big brainy person who doesn't have time for sex or right, whatever. Right. There's never like a fun, you know, fun loving character like that that just, you know, isn't, isn't that interested in sex. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think you watched it before I did, but I was surprised too. Um, and, you know, like you, you said that like he was a very fun-loving person and he was just like yeah i'm not interested in that and the dating app i think needs to exist in real life <laughs> maybe maybe we can it. maybe we can be rich i don't know how to make an app the, um. I, I, the thing I, I really love about his whole plot line is he starts dating an asexual girl and they get yes. together because they're both asexual yes. yeah. and they think it would be easier to yep. have a relationship um just you know without having that something that they have to think about um, and they end up not being very compatible, compatible romantically, uh, because the only thing they got together was on their asexuality. Well, and that's, that still happens. Hey, I have this gay friend I want you to meet. Yes, exactly. You know? It's like, just, still happens, right? just because, because it would be easier to, to do that. It's right. not it's the most functional relationship. Right. I thought it was hysterical. In high school, when we're all feeling feelings of wonder and excitement as we... <laughs> You could call it that. Go through as you go through puberty and you go through these things. What what were you guys feeling? What was I mean? Was it were you aware that you weren't attracted, or were you just not attracted? I was aware. I was I um I didn't mesh with like most of the popular kids. I was a loser in high school. I just kind of sat back and was like, I'm so much better than these people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found, you know, the artsy kids who were also doing that. So much better, right. But everybody does that. I mean, the the brainiacs think they're so much better and the athletes think they're so much better. And yeah. I found my click. You found your click. Yeah. And what uh, about you? Uh, I didn't have a click in high school. I didn't have very good friends in high school. <laughs> I went to a religious high school and that was a bad decision on my part but i only went there because it was close to my extracurricular activity horses <laughs> horses yes horses um, you're a horse person i am a horse person nice. um uh you know 10 minutes away from the barn whereas the other options were down by where i live which is 20 30 minutes away from the barn and well i would think going to a religious school would facilitate non-attraction more i think because they were trying to discourage it they were trying to discourage fraternization and in, in well they actually the, the twisted name of the year after i left they actually banned skirts because girls were wearing them too high so now mm. everyone can only how wear... are boys supposed to concentrate <laughs> if that's a joke no <laughs> it was funny okay no. <laughs> thank you thank so you for that validation <laughs> everyone's only allowed to wear uh shorts and pants and you would never see a, a girl with the khaki shorts that they had to wear so everyone was either in khaki pants which i actually i actually liked wearing them in the winter in the mm. winter months um because either that or skirt and leggings i didn't like i'm not against the dress code i'm not I mean, we didn't have a dress code I'm not we, we had a uniform either, yeah that's what i figured uh but so in high school i mean like I didn't really see any of it going on because I never was involved in that scene at all. I mean, like, I didn't really get a solid group of friends until late into my junior year. But even, even, like, I remember the first time I saw Jenna Owens, okay? She was, been to my school back in the day. And, or, or Gail Moore, Kimmy Listek, those were the three high school crushes, the preeminent high school crushes of the day. And, and I remember 
feeling funny and not knowing why. You know, it's like I have to drive by her house every day on the way to wherever. You know, even if it's a half mile out of the way, I'm going to drive by her house because I just want to see her. And if I see her, it makes me feel funny. So, and that obviously, as I as I got a little older, you'll start learning what that means. It's a kind of a sexual attraction. It's kind of this is kind of that. You didn't have any of that at any point. Like you, there was no dance recital or no i never had that like i want to get in their pants attraction to anyone wow and i still haven't have you ever had like the the sort of butterflies that you can't really place i don't think so i think like anyone that i was like somewhat attracted to or had crushes on was just infatuation and it wasn't really like related to their character it was just like oh this person is kind of pretty maybe i want to date them and it was just like then like i would aesthetic attraction yeah like and then like a few weeks would go by i was like why was i ever attracted to that person in the first place mm-hmm. so tough crowd <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i feel like i i had a girlfriend in high school and i was attracted to her but i didn't have like what you said, like the feeling funny. It was just like, yeah. I liked being around her. We were good friends. You know, we were experimenting. Um, and Sexually? No. That was when you actually... you say experimenting, what do you mean? Like, like Science? Uh, you had science class together? I had all... Yeah. <laughs> we did have chemistry together. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, you know, like hydrogen experiments. Right. Um, no, that was actually a big point of conflict for us because she wanted to experiment sexually and um. I wasn't comfortable with it at that point. And I think that that's because of my identity. I wasn't, I didn't know I was trans at the time and I was uncomfortable with my body and I didn't want to do anything like that. And I still don't feel that sexual attraction, but it's, it's totally different, which is why I say, you know, I tentatively am asexual, but I don't know for certain because I don't feel that sexual attraction that, that we were talking about. To anybody. To anybody. Ever. No, but I do have very strong romantic attraction, and I'm okay. generally sex positive. Like, I'm not disgusted mm, okay. by it in the same way that I was when I was younger. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. This okay. is remarkably interesting. I say that without any irony or... No, it's because we're used to this, and to someone who isn't, it must be just right. new. And I'm, that's, I'm and, not used to it. And, <laughs> I, like, I know your story, you know mine. Right, yeah. but you, and and I think the one, and every, again, every generation is better. Every generation, because, you know, again, you think of like a black person marrying a white person. Well, that was unacceptable. N- nobody, no, right, exactly. It was, people, people, people were, Emmett Till. I mean, you know, he looked at a white woman. They killed him at 14. I mean, there's, and, and, and that's one of thousands of stories of lynchings, of burning, of torture, just all these different things, you know. And then again, uh, Matthew Shepard, you know, that whole series, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He was, he was gay and people don't know how to deal with it. So they, they tortured and killed him. That's and I, I hate to say it, and I know how this sounds, but it was probably terrible for him of course but the best thing for society because then that that turned all the outrage people like what are you doing mm-hmm. you know and and suddenly again with the loving coincidentally name was loving the first legal interracial marriage they were they were hated and they were you know pestered and everything but then people said why are you doing that and so there was a clear line of morality and and human morality saying if you're mistreating them you're a bad person and, you know, same with, with the Matthew Shepard thing that became, you're a bad person for feeling this way, for doing this, you know, going to, yeah. to beat up somebody just because they're gay. Yeah. And, you know, so so it did kind of flash a spotlight on it. And the idea that, that you guys, 
never, I mean, mine, my parents were in interracial marriage, so it, I kind of missed some of that. I mean, I was obviously born into it, so I was aware of it, but that kind of came along later. And then the homosexuality acceptance with a certain age, probably 30-ish, I'm going to guess 35 maybe, who don't even think about it anymore. And now you guys are coming up with the rest of the stuff, and it's it's normal for you because you see people, and you can talk about it with people, and you can see that it's represented in... Bojack Horseman, you know, <laughs> which is a great show. I get, I've watched it a hundred times, and yes, every time, show. every time I find something new in the little background, the little things. But your generation, in terms of of, and then so, and then every generation thinks that's it. Hmm. You know, like what's next? Like the end of progress. Yes. Yeah. We, we did it. We've we achieved it. progress. <laughs> right. Well, we thought about with the steam engine, the airplane, the computer. You know, and, and cell keep, phones. things things keep coming. Yeah, and more things coming. I'm, so I'm I'm curious as to what may still come, you know, from yeah. introspective human sexuality and development. That's and, why I kind of like to leave the door open, not say, you know, this is how it is. Learn the rules and, right. and stick to them because the rules are gonna change. Yeah, I mean, it's fluidity. The the same way that you know my personal identity has evolved, the more that I learn about it. Oh, we're gonna it. talk the, about that. Yeah, the, but the like, the language, <laughs> the 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 way that we understand these concepts is yes. it's in a very it's a in a volatile state right now. We're like trying out a bunch of things and seeing what works. Yeah, and I think that everyone could would do well just to say live and let live, or be chill, like you said earlier, just be cool mm-hmm. and just. Just have respect and empathy. And and yeah, and if you if you hate someone because they're an a-hole, then that's okay. They're an a-hole. Mm-hmm. But if you hate someone because they're black or they're gay or they're trans or they're any pick a pick a reason, then you're the a-hole, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. And and I think as long as people because one of the big wannabe woke sayings back in my day was oh i don't care if he's gay i don't care what you do just don't do it out in front of me don't i don't do it don't don't come on to me and don't do it in in my face and it's like i know you think you're trying (laughs) but you're just not you say you don't care but you obviously do right because you're making a giant grandiose statement about it and so and i think that's gonna and i think i hate to break it to you guys but you guys are gonna get to a point where you think the next generation's music is terrible and it sucks. And you're also going to get to a point where something is going to happen with people 30 years younger than you that you're not going to understand. Mm. And I have no idea what it might be. Because, you know, again, we always think we're there. Yeah. You know, everything's out in the open. We're there. Yeah. I mean, like I said, just keep the door open. Yeah. And, you know, be yeah, willing to just, learn new rules. And be cool. Just be cool. People. Just be cool. Like, why does it bother you? Right, right. Why does it bother you? Now, I under, I actually, I understand why homosexuality, and we talk, touched on it. I think the people who have repressed, loathsome homosexual tendencies are very angry that other people are able to embrace them. Yeah. And they can't, you know, com- compute it. They can't make yeah. it happen in their head. And it creates an anger and a resentment. I think something else that I don't know how common it is, but I I've read a couple of stories where like from like, like from a kid's perspective, their mom or something, like their mom would say being gay is a choice because I chose not to be gay, and like say that that mom thought girls were super pretty in high school, but she married a man. That that that's bisexuality, but like that was no there was no there, like, right there was no concept for it. No. There was no there was no accepted definition. And so like that. for her, there technically is a choice because she's attracted to both. But, and she chose a man. And she chose a man. Yeah. But for a person who 
doesn't have a choice because that people gay people don't have a choice you're born that way what i i'm just kidding i'm not gonna get into it i do have thoughts about that what are they um i think it's a hard i think it's it's um good politically to say like oh i am this way and i can't change it so you shouldn't try to make me any other way i think that that's valuable I also think that people grow and evolve into who they are. They aren't necessarily I born. I mean, they say like you're not going to find a gay gene. You know, it's not <laughs> you're not a gay embryo. There's you have experiences in your life that shape you towards a certain That's way. True. Yeah, and you you could be predisposed to something from an earlier. I mean, there's people who know they're gay by the time they're three. Yeah, and then there's. Well, I, pe- I mean, like I didn't mean like everyone was born that way. No, no, like, no. I, I I totally know what you're saying, and I think it. I I do think it's oh like. Oh my god, the mutual respect is going to make me vomit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're there wrong. You I'm right. There it is. That's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's good, and it, we're going to touch on it again. My my skeleton has gone out the window, but okay. I'm making notes. We're going to get back to the stuff I want to get back to. But right now, we're going to take another commercial break, and we're going to thank Brandon over at 360 Landscaping. Brandon does all home residential and commercial landscaping, mowing, weeding, landscaping, brickwork, anything you need. Find Brandon at 360 Landscaping. And we are back with... Margaret, don't call me Maggie, and angry Parker, who's getting angrier by the minute. I'm so mad. It's uh, Mr. Furious, if you've ever seen the movie Mystery Men. He's, his superpower was his fury. I'm sure he's and just like me. He is exactly like you. I'm pretty sure he was trans. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm sure he wasn't. I'm sure that wasn't even a consideration. I'm sure <laughs> Back he was. Back in the 80s. In the, you might be. Yeah. Watch the movie Mystery Men. I'll let you know. Let me know. It's a hysterical. I promise you won't be mad. You watched it. <laughs> it I, I don't know. I kind of have to stay on brand, I think. So we're, we're talking during a break about trying to say the right thing and being afraid to make mistakes and everything. And I think you touched on something that was really important. You said that there's a loud vocal minority who want to get mad if you mess up. Mm-hmm. And you got to hate those people, right? <laughs> I hate those people. Yeah. There are, there are some shitty people no matter what yeah. they identify as. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, unfortunately, my first actual verified experience with homosexuals was like a gay pride parade and drag queens and everything. Cause, cause, the full gay blast. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And I think that that a lot of people's first vision especially on i don't want to get political but on conservative media and everything they find the very angry don't call me this you're not trying this is a hate crime if you don't use my right pronoun and 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 so then they're going what the hell you know and and that doesn't help that doesn't help anybody that just keeps one half mad and one half sheltered and quiet and if the only thing you're you're seeing of trans people is like buff women with like right. deep masculine voices right. angrily demanding people to use their pronouns that's the image of trans people you're gonna have right, right. and, and that's, it's not a good one yeah i mean and even that person maybe was just having a bad day yeah yeah you know but that's like this is how trans people are all the yes. time and they're right. all like that yeah so speaking of trans you put the t in the lgbtqia question Damn right plus. okay now and I just learned a term, and I am absolutely not. You You were born a female. Mm-hmm. I mean, and please correct me if I'm saying things incorrectly. No, I don't it, care. It, not even factually, but respectfully incorrectly. You know, so, and your name was Yes. And when yeah. I when I asked that, it, and I had heard that, and then 
He said, be careful because, let's see, do not, try not to dead name in parentheses. When referring to Parker, it can be offensive and invalidating. And the, the dead name, I'm going to equate that to, uh, again, our first exposure to transsexuals was he, she, whatever, you know, which I think is horribly offensive. And, all, you know, it's, I might get it wrong but I'm not getting it wrong by dismissing or whatever. You walked in here and meeting you today, I would say in my caveman brain, you're a boy. You and see the beard, do you? you yes, yes. <laughs> you, you walked in with a beard, little peach fuzzy mustache, but I can never call anybody peach fuzz because it takes... I got me, more mustache than you. You do. It would take me six months to grow that. So, <laughs> so I'm notoriously baby-faced. I cannot grow facial hair, and I've tried every now and then. And oh, it's man. always a disaster. My dad needs to be like you. He has to shave that beard. Every day? He, I want him to. He looks oh. scraggly. Scraggly. <laughs> Rich, you scraggly bastard. Uh, <laughs> That's my new nickname for him. What's that? That's my new nickname for him. Scraggly bastard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were... And then the term dead naming came up. Hmm. So, do people, do you think dead name you out of malice do you think they didn't dead name you out of ignorance some people do both do you think because i would have i would have never ever first of all again if we're just meeting talking about food you know or movies i would have never said so used to be a chick you yeah. know i mean i, yeah. I just good wanna... good not to start with that right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. i wouldn't say that no matter what but you know what i mean it would never that would never enter my mind mm -hmm. and and I said, like, oh, your name used to be Wow, and you were a girl? Because that would be, again, fairly rare in my life experience, you know, mm -hmm. to, to find that out. So the dead naming phenomenon or explanation, tell me, tell me about that. What do you... It's just, I think for me, and I think a lot of trans people, the name is sort of emblematic of the life that you used to live, you know, in the closet, uncomfortable with yourself, just feeling like, like something was wrong. And you sort of, for me, it was sort of cathartic to, to throw the name, away, change my name. Changing my name was like the pinnacle of my transition. Like now we, I, there's still some stuff I have to do, but, right. but I'm on the right track now. And, 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 Hearing the name again is sort of, I don't, I don't really like it. Now, if you heard it, like, I have a friend named... It doesn't bother me because I okay. also have a friend named... Yeah, which I assume. <laughs> I mean, and I'm just trying to scratch. And I want to I wanna kind of kind of push this a little bit at what you said. You had a girlfriend in high school. This uh -huh. was before your transition? Yeah. No? Okay. So, uh, freshman year of high school, I was still... <clears throat> well, I didn't know what I identified with, right. with but I wasn't doing anything. Um, and then in, I think it was junior year, I came out as non-binary. And then when I was... Oh my Lord, we need to talk about non-binary. Yeah, but, we will. Okay. <laughs> and then when I was 18, I came out as a trans man to my mom. And that's when I started hormones and I changed my now, name. Now, how, how are you trans? To me, trans means, and again, to me, you've taken... You, you don't have to keep like okay, qualifying. Okay, okay, like, I totally understand where you're coming from. To me, trans means that you have made steps other than changing your name to becoming the other gender or a different gender or however you want to say it. You know what I mean? Because you mean like hormone surgery? Yeah, hormone surgery. I mean, it, to me, it's more than a name change and a haircut. It, it, did you start planning at that point? What? 
Yeah, well, I, w- I was debating with myself. That's why I identified as non-binary for a period. Okay. There are some people who, you know, that's their identity and that's who they live as. I mean, I have a cousin who's non-binary and they've been that way for a really long time. For me, it was more of a transition point. Like, I'm not comfortable as a woman, uh, so let's try this. And I just sort of gradually moved in the other direction. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I'll remind you, or at least get you on my train of thought, which is obviously more important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said you had this girlfriend. And what Was that freshman yes. year? Yes. Okay. So so um, that was in sophomore year. So sophomore, I came okay. out while I was dating her. Okay. Came out as non-binary. Was, yes. Okay. And I changed my name. Well, I tried to change my name at the same time, but then no one listened to me. And then a year That's, later. It, and it's started. hard. It's hard yeah. to change names. Well, they didn't think I was serious. Um, which was weird because they were also all like trans (laughs) but it's fair i mean if people have a habit you know to to keep calling you and try and i hopefully they were trying to change in that case it did feel a little bit malicious like they weren't respecting me with my mom who legitimately was trying to respect me she did slip up a lot right but it it felt different coming from her because i knew that she wasn't doing it to to be disrespectful does she what is she good with it now yes okay we'll talk about that later um but good that's always good to hear so the sophomore girlfriend, you would, in traditional, easily boxable terms, say you were a lesbian. I, do, I did. I identified it as a lesbian for a while. Okay. But I, I never liked the word. Like, the word, for right, some reason, right. icked me out. And I, I thought that that was maybe just, like, the way that it Did you perform, like, lesbo or... No, I didn't, I didn't like any of it. Like, I sort of... <laughs> I sort of like cheekily <laughs> use the label like, oh, yeah, right. I'm totally a lesbian. But I right. never felt fully comfortable with it. Okay. And it, I, it was all the my whole life was like little things that I didn't know why I was uncomfortable with it. Right. And then I found sort of gradually the right terminology. And I was like, oh, OK, that's why that makes a lot of sense now. Okay. It's sort of like when you go see a therapist and you're like, oh, I don't know why I'm afraid of cockroaches and then it's right. like oh cockroach crawled in your mouth when you were a baby ah there bingo go. bingo <laughs> now it makes sense so oh, wait, i do have a question please. so while we're on this topic do you want me to mention my high school friend or do you want me to wait no by all means i um because i don't know okay like, give yeah. me give me the quick quick introduction to your high school friend well just because he has a very he identifies different... as he yes he has was born a, it was he's 17 and he, he was born as she or he? Because he's already going. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so trans man. Okay. But just he has had a, a very negative trans experience. Like okay. his, like you were talking about like maliciously um, not using the proper pronouns and, right. and name. His parents do that a lot. Still? I mean. Yeah. No, his, his dad has, is. How long extre- has this journey been going? I actually, I don't know when it started, but his dad is extremely transphobic. Oh, really? And it's, it's not a supportive or healthy household at all. And so that's just that just brought up like when you were talking about all your friends being really, um, really uh, invalidating you. Like that just brought up like, oh, Atlas is still living like that. So not Axel. It's, but I don't know if I should say his name. That's fine. Again, I think the high school experience, which we'll touch on with you guys a little bit, but it, it's different. I mean, I, before when I was a kid, it was, it was OK, not OK, but commonplace to shove a kid in a locker or to you know, to really outwardly bully people. The good and old days. The good old days. We used to take those nerds and no, I'm just kidding. And then but now it's it's not. Like when I when my kids watched movies about, you know, like the eighties high school experience or whatever, they're like, nobody does that. That's not real. Mm-hmm. 
it's different. Everyone's yeah. too busy on them damn I was cell say, phones. And, yeah. and it's worse because if you were to try and spread a rumor about someone in high school, you had to physically tell someone. Yeah. You had to pick up a phone call and call them or go over to the, and talk to them. Now you just post something and yeah. hundreds or thousands or millions of people know almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cyberbullying is something that's become more prevalent, but I mean... It could just be my experience, but I think that kids are just nicer nowadays. Oh, I think you're right. I think, I think you're totally wrong. Yeah. Kids are mean oh. as shit. You know, oh, kids, wow. kids. Yeah. But, but like high school kids, like they don't really, they don't. I think that the like bullying, there was like a lot of like abuse in the household and stuff. Yeah. And now there's not like that much. I mean, like there's still abuse in households, but like it's not like as acceptable, accepted as it was, no, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, no, that's fair. That's like, like the progression of like spanking kids and then we're like, wait, we probably shouldn't hit our children. <laughs> I think people in general are more passive aggressive than aggressive now. Yeah. Like it's not well, as socially the... acceptable. Oh to my be God. I can't believe we're going to get on too aggressive. many different tangents. I'm going to have to edit a my bunch bad. of this crap my out. Bad. So <laughs> my, my fault. <laughs> I got to try and keep back it to, to an the hour. gay stuff. <laughs> yeah. Back to the gay stuff. No. So when you came out as non-binary to your, what I'm assuming was a lesbian girlfriend she was bi oh she was bi okay yeah. uh, again thank you because that's easily definable what was her reaction i mean it was kind of the same as everyone else it was just like us oh, you're like joking right and then i wasn't joking but i was kind of like the jokey friend right i would right. kind of i'd be like i'm changing my name to patrick star <laughs> so <laughs> i totally understand why they didn't fully believe Embrace me at it, first. Right it took a little while it took yeah. effort on my part um, but I mean, you know, we were all, we were the gay art kids. I mean, yeah. they, they didn't care. When did you get so angry? I have been filled <laughs> with rage since I took my first steps. Um, so what happened in that relationship? I mean, most high school relationships fizzle out. Is that just what Yeah, happened? we just grew apart. Yeah. Um, she was, she was sort of, um, she was going through some stuff and I didn't really know how to help her. I mean, I, I was, we were kids yeah. basically and, um. Work, that's cute. <laughs> i'm a legal adult okay that is true. That i only is true. sleep with two stuffed animals now <laughs> i i guess you know i i've gone through a lot of labels and my friends have gone through a lot of labels and i think it was good that we did have those labels but it, it's put me in a it's i'm of the opinion now that i don't I don't think they're the end all be all of identity. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not trying to, I, I could pick some labels to describe myself, but it, it's not helpful for me anymore. Right. I know who I am. I know where I am. But it is helpful for me. It's Yeah. And that's and it's helpful for other people. Yeah. I, I totally, I think they are helpful. I think it's just like an individual thing, you know? Yeah. Now, when I was uh, growing up, people would, black people would accuse me of trying to pass because of, of how I look, despite my afro and every attempt to look militant i did everything but wear a dashiki and do you guys ever is it just living because that sounds like a dream but do you ever blend in and just like do you hear the jokes do you hear the different things and you just ignore it and just try and be you do you speak out how do, what's your reaction in most cases i live in trump country and i haven't gotten punched yet so i would think it's safe to say that nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> so, so so you're kind of keeping on the down low, so to speak. I mean, I, I don't that... think I'm in people's face about it, but right. I don't. I'm not trying to hide it. I mean, there are some things that I do that I think are feminine, and I don't. I think that's just who I am. Yeah. But you're also mask presenting. Like, yeah, I present not... very masculinely. Yeah. Um, gen- well, not very. Come on. I mean, 
Oh, this did is, you see the limp wrist? This Sorry. Is, no, I, I just, you know, I mean, you got a high bar in this room. But. Yeah, I'm kind of noodly. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so you 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 present. Like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. Yeah, I I think I pass pretty pretty easily now. The yeah. only thing I some, still sometimes get ma- called ma'am on the phone. I think my voice is more feminine than yeah, people the rest are gonna, of me. Yeah, they, they are, yeah, that's definitely going to come through in the audio. Yeah. Anything you can do about that? Do you want to do anything about that? Yeah, I, I hope that my voice drops. I've been on testosterone for over two years now, mm-hmm. um, and I hear that sort of the leveling point is five years. Oh, wow. It's a it's a full puberty. It's, wow. not, it's not a jump start. It, you have to go through years of slow progression. There's always like people on Twitter who are like, they're going to pump my daughter full of uh, trans medication, right. and she's going to be a man the next day. No, right. that's not how it works. You say, I wish. I no. wish. <laughs> so then you had your top surgery. We'll just You had your boobs removed? Yes. Okay. And reconstructive surgery to look like? No. It's, just the boobs. And that, I think that, that's where I'm. You want to see? see? I do. All right. Yeah, I mean, if you're comfortable with it, you don't have to. It's not I don't care. I show everyone. <laughs> I'm proud of it. I got these okay. are just uh, these are like silicone right. uh, just... tape to get rid of the scarring. Okay. But yeah, not bad. No. And then will will there be any more like uh, cosmetic, or is it? Are you gonna have scars there? Oh, is that probably? I'm thinking of getting tattoos. Okay. Uh, you have hair on your freaking chest. I'm a hairy dude. I'm hairier. I'm hairier than my dad. I'm hairier than my mom's boyfriend. I'm hairier than like all the men in my life. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm proud of it. That is not fair. (laughs) Take testosterone. It's basically a steroid. Can can you can give me some? Can you talk to somebody? See what you can do. Talk to me after the show. (laughs) Um. So you had that your top surgery in September. Mm -hmm. Uh, just what three months ago? About. Yep and you easiest surgery ever it was the recovery was was so fast i mean were you same day or yeah same day and i woke up best sleep of my life i had some pain for the first week and then i got the drains removed which is like you know what that is uh and then i was fine like all after wow yeah Okay, I'm glad you're an adult because if you were your other friend who's only a teenager and I said, let me see, take off your shirt. That would <laughs> yeah. not, that would then we'd have re- some right, That yeah. would be really creepy. But no, it's good. And and again, I'm a curious person. I'm just going to and anything you don't want to say or do or show. Um, that's fine. Now, you said you're not planning on a bottom surgery anytime soon or anytime ever. I'm not saying definitively no, okay. but I have no interest in it right now. I mean, they take like a shit ton of skin from your arm. It looks all like weird and burnt for the rest of your life. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't think I want to dig that bad. Uh, depends on, you know. And the technology, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, great technology for top surgeries, a lot of great technology for uh, male to female bottom surgery, yeah. not great not technology. Great way, yeah. yeah, it's easy to take something out. It's not easy to make something. I, it's unfathomable to me. There's like, like two main methods that I know, and there's one that's like it's basically a pipe cleaner that you adjust, and oh, there's wow. one that's like a pump. You gotta like the pump squeeze your I've balls seen. and like right. pump. It. It's weird. Wow. I, don't, I don't know if I'm into that. Wow. Like no judgment. I mean, if that's no, what you want, right. that's not what I want. Maybe. Well, that seems like as good a place as any to stop part one as we learn about the shortcomings of trans surgeries. 
Tune in for part two where we discuss more about the differences, the labels, the parents and friends' reactions, and any regrets. I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. Most of the people comfortable discussing this and interested will probably have no idea about that reference or even the very clever kiss reference at the end of the episode. Anyway, tune in for part two, coming soon. Tony in La Mesa. La Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. You can find more episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the TikToks. All those platforms are being slowly filled with quality entertainment products. Also, you can reach out to the show if you have a guest idea. And we're also looking for sponsors and supporters. So check us out at Patreon as well. Thanks for listening to Tony on the Mic.